0: hold on oh, there we go all right ready guys the
1: best.
0: all right welcome back everyone to the 10th episode of new brew podcast quarantine edition hosted by myself Osman
2: and what's going on guys Hassan here after a long hiatus I thought switching up platforms might be better than just canceling it all together I don't know when this pandemic is going to end um it just keeps getting you But we didn't want to hold anything back because we had a list of really good guests that we wanted to speak to and have those conversations with, one of which whom we have here with us today, Maham Sheikh. She's everything vibrates. She's a child who also is a dancer and practices everything. Maham, welcome to the new podcast. Thank you
1: so much for having me, both
2: of you. It's our pleasure. We've been waiting for this conversation for a while.
1: Right, right. I'm glad that we were able to actually reschedule and do it on Skype so we're all safe and at the same time getting a chance to connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So, Vaughn, why don't you tell them a little bit more about yourself and um, like, how are you holding up with this quarantine? Because I know uh, practicing mindfulness is like a huge symptom of what people should be doing right now because it just gets very isolated at home doing the repetitive, redundant things.
1: Oh, yeah. So just a little bit about myself, I guess. Um, Hi, everyone. I'm Maham. And I work, I'm a child and youth worker. So I work for the school board and I pretty much, I guess, um, do all things mental wellness, mental health, crisis intervention, behaviors, and like, I guess, student support in all the areas where students may need support. I also dance, and I guess that's kind of like my life's calling, because I live to dance. And aside from that, I got into meditation about less than a year ago, and so I started my spiritual journey, and honestly, it's been a game changer for me, where I realized that I actually don't want to be a part of the game, and um, so I'm winning, you know what I mean, just with that mindset. About quarantine and mindfulness, honestly, like, I myself have upped my self-care game so much ever since I've been on lockdown I guess but I'm really trying to maintain that positive outlook by constantly telling myself that you know in my mind I'm free and I think that with all the fear-mongering taking place in our current reality right now it's so important to liberate yourself from in from within and so I'm really practicing like everything I love all day every day considering you know once i finish my things to do i don't really have anything else to do or anywhere
2: to go Mm -hmm. so yeah so one of my main issues is like getting motivated to actually so i have everything that you mentioned i have that in like subconsciously i gotta be motivated i gotta be positive and make sure that i'm you know i'm keeping busy all day so i don't just kind of spiral down in this um i guess in the circle but my main issue is staying motivated to do things. you know whether i'm trying to make music or whether i'm just doing some hard work and stuff. It's getting motivated to do enough and have enough done throughout the day. So like you tackle that.
0: Honestly,
1: Likewise, I gotta I say I've been like thing. watching.
2: Sorry. Sorry,
0: I was I deal with the same thing. Like just getting motivated, just getting started to even work out
2: in the first place. <laughs>
1: I get that. I totally get that. Um, I want to go back to Hassan. Like I've been seeing your Instagram, like you're motivated a plenty because you're dropping your little videos and I love it. So yeah. um, keep at it. But honestly, like for me, it's how I start my mornings. It's like the first 15 minutes and like I'm a pretty spiritual person and I do practice Islam for those of you that don't know. So every single morning when I wake up, like I really try to like align myself from within keeping god in mind and unless and that's my privilege too that i get to wake up in a really beautiful warm home and a really wonderful nice cozy room but until i tap into the frequency of positivity i actually don't leave my bed so i'm a complete slug of bed until i feel good and i i know about like i know that's my privilege that i get to do that But if you have that privilege, count your damn blessings in bed before you freaking get out of it. And as soon as my feet touch the floor, I'm like, thank you. Like alhamdulillah, thank you, thank you. And I'm literally repeating that all day, every day. And trust me, like people and like just be I was gonna say people are annoying, but like people are love. (laughs) I should say that, but like there's so many trials and tribulations and tests throughout your day I really find that motivation by coming back to my breath and coming back to gratitude in every single moment and I'm not an angel or a saint by any means like a flawed human being but it does help me with my motivation I guess.
0: How did you get into the practice of like mindfulness? Because usually when someone is like passionate about something they love uh, they've experienced the opposite. So like an successful entrepreneur, they've experienced like hunger and being broke. So is that, uh, could that be applied to you as well?
1: I wouldn't say hunger and broke. Alhamdulillah, like all my needs are met all the time. But I actually have an Insta story, like an IG live, like a TV, whatever video, where I talk a little bit about that. So I personally got into meditation when I genuinely got sick of my own shit. (laughs) that was like my suffering and Eckhart Tolle one of the authors I really really love um, author of the power of now actually talks about that that when you are just so like over the suffering the constant like external stressors and the 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 incessant narratives that are inside your brain that are so constant and perpetual and you're just so done you actually start you actually stop looking for answers externally and you end up going inwards. And that's how my meditation journey essentially began where I'm just like, you know what, like this isn't feeling right. And so I looked outside and nothing really helped. So I looked inside and and yeah, lo and behold.
0: You got fed, no fed up, up with, with your own, own bullshit. Pardon? You got fed up with your own bullshit pretty much.
1: But that's a punchline.
2: Because it's like my own shit. <laughs> yeah, so you think there's a huge overlap with, uh, as you said, you can't, like both of us do. Uh, Ramadan Mubarak, by the way, I had mentioned that before. But you think there's an overlap between the practice of uh, how we practice Islam and then your own personal introverted mindfulness uh, experiences?
1: 100%. I'm actually so happy that you're, you're asking me that. Because just in posing that question, I guess I can respond with For me and everything I'm going to say to all the viewers, like this is just my um, understanding, my interpretation of everything that I like read and I've experienced. Okay, so this is not like the end all be all. But what I say to that is that 100 percent there's an interconnectedness. And I always think of it like prayer is you talking to God, whereas meditation is God talking to you. So that duality is so essential, the yin and yang, like where you you. You dump your whatever you gotta like put out there, release of that energy onto the prayer mat or wherever you're praying because prayer varies. It looks different, right? So when you have this Islam and when you're doing like tasbih or when you're saying your namaz, you're you're releasing that energy and you're putting it out there. Whether it's gratitude or your asfar, asfar for those of you that don't know, it's um, the term. It means um, you guys, help me out. It's like saying sorry, like sorry for any mistake.
2: Yeah. Yeah. pretty sense. much
1: pretty much and when you meditate you kind of like create that space for the cosmic energies or Allah's energy to be connected to you where you are
2: mm-hmm.
1: I hope I'm like relaying everything that's in my brain in a in a fashion where it's comprehensible
2: yeah no uh, I'm following along, right alongside and I'm learning a little few things that I didn't know about mindfulness as well because I think that's where like, the tricky part for me is because um, I'm so I'm very anxious driven, like I have a lot of anxiety all the time, so you know, settling myself, surrounding myself is like a big issue for me that I'm overcoming, I think isolation is to an extent, because it's forcing me to be, you got to be in one place at all times, how you have to focus on your surroundings, without going outwards, like you said, things to kind of calm myself, that's the power struggle between uh, my lack of mindfulness and my, have that positivity and mindfulness as well. 100%
1: but I I really love that regardless you are you have that level of presence where you are able to say that you know I'm anxious in this moment Mm -hmm. or I'm positive in this moment because that awareness in itself um is surrendering right
2: Right. and what
1: do you do in Islam too you surrender you subject yourself so I think that when you say is Islam and whatever like is it interconnected but I feel like 100% it is I actually can relate to you wholeheartedly with the anxiety piece mm-hmm. mental illness mental wellness like yo i it's it's so interesting to me how as a society we don't recognize i mean there are we are recognizing in strides but still not enough and that level of um just calmness and being is so important because as a society we are constantly applauding those that tire them, themselves out and burn themselves out
2: Right.
1: Um. This other author, he's a Vietnamese monk, Thich Nhat Hanh, and he pretty much brought mindfulness to the West. He actually talks about how, in his um, what's it called? Not Peace Village. I, I forget the Plum Plum Village.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He Pretty much talks about how the monks who look like they're not doing anything and are just being are actually those that are looked up to the most. And I think that's so powerful. And it's so against everything I've been taught because on like a subatomic level, I have to be driven and I have to constantly move forward. And we forget that sometimes if you just sit still, like that firefly that's buzzing around, the firefly will eventually come to you. So what you will want, your wants are going to be attracted to you. Mm-hmm. Only just stay still and create space for it, and that's not to say to not go after your ambitions now, like it's not that the interpretation actually there's a hadith. You know, I'm like going full on spiritual right
0: now, but <laughs> I'm <laughs> learning actually, so much right now.
1: <laughs> I just like, yeah, it's just in my brain, I might as well take it out, right? Just share the wealth, I guess, or share the pots, I guess. But there's a hadith that says, like, you know, there's a guy who came to this tavern or whatever, and I may like butcher it so. God forgive me if I do. But guys, do your own research, first of all. (laughs) But then he comes to a tavern, and then he pretty much, like, goes inside to get a drink or get some food. And he does not tie his camel. And so a passerby is like, yo, why aren't you tying up your camel? So he said, oh, I I have trust in God. He goes inside, comes back out, and voila, the camel's gone. You're nodding your head. You know (laughs) why I want to go. But he comes back, and it's like, yo, where's my camel at? and it's kind of like the message behind that is like you don't just trust in the unknown without any actions you have yeah. to first tie your camel and then kind of like relax
0: then uh,
2: yeah. so,
0: yeah. definitely man there's another story that goes with that i think i've heard like i think it's a western story it's like um a guy stuck on an island and uh, so he had trust in God that God would uh, take him off this uh, stranded island and uh, three boats passed by and he didn't call for help or anything because he had trust in God. And then he eventually, I think, uh, like died of starvation on that island. And then God asked him, like, I sent three boats by you, why didn't you, uh, why didn't you call for help or anything? He's like, I had trust in you. He's like, I sent you that help, but you didn't take it. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's deep.
1: Yeah, that's facts. Earth angels are everywhere. And that's, that's just it, right? Um, when people extend help, openly receive it and be grateful for it. An opportunity. Uh-huh. Open, like, right now, I honestly, like, who wants... I was going to say, who wants to put on makeup and get on a Skype call? But, like, first of all, I do. <laughs> but it's, like, the opportunity, right? Like, even just making this connection and this dialogue with you guys. I hope that somebody learns a little nugget of gold and that's what it is. It's about exchanging positive energy
2: right? Exactly. and receiving uh, the
1: positive energy because I'm not smarter than you and you're not smarter than me. Like the teacher and the student, like no one is smarter than one another. But the thing is like, they're both equally as essential to the learning that takes place. Right?
0: Right. Right. Uh, so, Hassan, I think you're frozen. <laughs> am I frozen?
1: Yeah, and like, What's fun? Is he like frozen in such a pretty it's like stuffy yeah. mode right now? Oh,
0: my frozen right now? <laughs> I think yeah, so. Are. Turn My video. off and turn it back on. Sure. In a model pose.
1: All right. How about
2: now? My back? Oh yeah, you're, you're good now. You're good.
1: You're
2: good. You're good. <laughs> All right, my my. <laughs> Destroy
0: the flow of the conversation, but.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so actually, what if I actually wanted to ask you, um, uh, with dancing, that was that was prior to you practicing mindfulness do you feel like um vibrations from music and dance kind of segue into the positivity aspect as well because uh, i'm not too familiar with i guess the whole vibration aspect of it staying on the same frequency from another person i have a general understanding of it but maybe you can elaborate more on how they kind of coincide
1: sure so i guess with dance now that i think about it i've been dancing my whole life and When I reflect, that was my form of meditation. And I always tell people, I'm like, it's not just sitting down, walking quietly amongst trees. That's or not even amongst trees, man, like wherever you live. That's meditation. Washing your dishes with 100% awareness. That's meditation. So when I'm dancing, that control and the flow that I'm in and that I experience just through my bodily movements. That was meditations. I've been meditating for a long time, but like, you know, I actually want to say, like, my understanding is pretty basic, too. You know, like I've experienced just so much and I've read so much. However, it's like I'm still learning. I'm still on this journey.
2: Mm -hmm. Does
1: it segue? Yeah, 100 percent. It does. One hundred percent. With your music, when you're creating and you have that moment where you're just not thinking, but you're creating,
2: that's
1: so bliss.
2: It is. is our form of mind and meditation. It is for me. It's speak for a as well, and I guess for you, just, just the artist. Whenever I have any sort of need to vent or have an outlet to create something in order to get my mind off whatever it is, whether it is going back to you know, whether it's I'm anxious and I'm having anxiety. If I need to get away from that then I'll use music as a way to vent so I can shut my brain off from concentrating on that aspect of it. Just so I can be in something that gets me into this scene of having just good vibrations. 100%. Um, positivity, yeah. exactly. um,
0: there you and I just flow I, I I call it the state of flow. I think I related to like, music yes. and, like boxing and like whatever. You get into a state where you're not thinking but like your body is operating. And it, it's, 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 it's creating something without you knowing of it. And it's like a state of flow, it's actually a thing. Yeah, it, it
1: is. Yeah. Yeah, I do that with students actually, just to go back to like my, I guess, nine to five. I actually working with my students, a lot of them do have anxiety and just like an array of learning differences, just comorbiding or like more complex with mental health issues. And so I actually do dance and movement Mixed with meditation. And it, it helps. I can, like, you know, I I collected some data when I was working, when I was in a school working, but it, it helped. It helped. It, the kids would come up to me and actually say that, hey, Mache, like, that helped me. So it's about just, like, anxiety, that's energy too, right? Catching that Catching that train of thought as soon as it occurs. Being aware of your thoughts is how, like, It's through the practice of meditation, but catching that thought before you go spiraling down that black hole of anxiety and negativity Mm -hmm. is essential. And then channeling the same energy in positive ways is key.
2: So um, I think we brought this up in our previous podcast as well uh, for people who don't, who need, I guess, some sort of guidance, don't have, uh, you know, a teacher, maybe that's Uh, I've heard of the app Calm uh, that helps people kind of segue into mindfulness and being present. And it has like these five minute intervals where it starts progressing into harder, harder, or more so like 30 minute meditation techniques. Is that something that you've uh, experienced or have used?
1: Right. So, Calm is amazing. I used it myself when I first started getting into meditation. Um, just a little tidbit, Calm, the app, is actually free for all educators in North America. All you got to do is shoot their support and email um, and just pretty much like say, hi, I'm an educator, and they'll give you an access code, like a voucher that you can redeem. Calm is amazing. I got it for free, but I actually did like the free version of it mm-hmm. to get myself into it. And then eventually, I, and there's Headspace as well. There's, a, there's plenty of really amazing apps out there. Yeah, YouTube has a ton of really amazing videos that you can follow along as well. I would say to somebody who's really new to it is to just take one breath and allow yourself to be present in your presence. So actually, like let your let your spirit get comfortable in your body, the vessel, in your physical. Uh, do you want to do? What are we? What are I actually, actually yeah, wasn't to say the same
2: yeah. thing. was going to thought
1: thought. Was be like, guys, let's.
2: <laughs> so i'm gonna
1: ask you all to just stomp your feet real real quick so just ground yourself and stomp your feet a few times and actually stomp your feet and think to yourself like yo i'm letting go of any negative energy that's maybe kind of what's that oh sorry something on my screen and kind of think to yourself that i'm releasing really all the negative energy or any excess energy back to the earth okay so stomp and I'm gonna ask you to open up your palms like so and just place in the palm, place them upon your knees. And just shift a little bit in your chair. Make sure you're nice and straight back your back straight like a tree. You're gonna stay there for just two seconds. I'm gonna invite you both to actually close your eyes, and I'm gonna close my eyes too. So let's close our eyes. <clears throat> And I want you to just take a deep breath through your nose. Not not yet, when I ask you to, when I invite you to. And then after you inhale, I want you to actually hold it in. And if you can gulp on your saliva, so like take some spit and like gulp, gulp on it, it, whatever. (laughs) And then just like picture it going all the way to your stomach and then still hold that inhale and then I'm gonna ask you to exhale. So when you inhale, use your nose loudly, and when you exhale, use your mouth loudly, okay? So let's get ready. So take a deep breath and use your nose. Hold it, gulp on your saliva. And let go. And now I invite you to open your eyes. That was really wonderful for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think that was beneficial to not only us, I think everyone watching as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, my stories, I sometimes will just have a story where I'll be like, give me a second of your life. Let's breathe together. Yeah. And honestly, like the amount of messages I get right after, I'm like, yo, Maham, I needed that yeah and to me it's like wow like i literally did the least it's like i'm <laughs> literally doing the least yeah but it's helpful we forget because all day long we're doing what's called shallow breathing mm-hmm. right so that excess oxygen really helps you boost your i don't know like don't go sciencey on me i hope like no scientist goes like you're yeah, wrong But I can imagine that it can boost your, like, immunity and all of that. You know, your lungs actually create this chemical called DMT. Mm -hmm. And DMT is, like, a psychedelic, okay? So I'm going to go, like, jump off the deep end and talk about, like, pineal glands and all that. But um, people actually take DMT to have... um, hallucinogenic and psychedelic experiences, cosmic experiences. Seth Rogen, like I don't know if you know Joe Rogan. Not Seth Joe Joe Rogan. Rogen. Joe Rogan. Joe, Rogan. Joe Rogan talks about that. Um, Elon Musk, like uh, not Elon Musk. Um, he had Elon Musk. I was just watching that episode. My bad. But reversing back to what I was saying, my train of thought is that your lungs actually produce DMT. So when you consciously breathe, that's you being high on life.
2: That's what so, they call the spirit molecule, right?
1: Say that again.
2: Call it a spirit molecule, DMT.
1: There you go.
2: Is it produced in your
0: lungs or is it produced in the back of your brain? So not it's in
1: the pineal gland. It's actually produced in your lungs. Okay. Yeah. okay, okay. So to everybody viewing this, like I get a lot of my information through books, through documentaries. Um, I like read a lot. So I hope that my information is like, One hundred percent accurate. If anybody wants to share after viewing this, shoot me a DM. I'm open to learning and expanding my own knowledge. I just want to put out that disclaimer. I don't want anyone coming at me like, "Yo, you're teaching, you saying the wrong shit." (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I do the best I can. Yeah.
2: So, uh, why don't you tell them exactly like your Instagram handle where they can reach out to you?
1: Sure. It's a Cosmic Queen. So cosmic, C O S M I C, and then queen, Q X E E N. So yeah, cosmic queen. <laughs> my thing awesome. is pretty much like me being like Loki and Ark. Lots of selfies, lots of traveling. I love to travel. Alhamdulillah, I think like twenty-six countries and counting. Oh. oh um, wow. So hopefully after Corona, then I'm gonna get back into it. Um, what but, was yeah, your favorite vacation- place? Pardon.
0: What was your favorite place you traveled?
1: Honestly, like, I'll have to say Jamaica and Egypt and Switzerland, because I was living there. So I really got to like mingle with the locals and stuff. So Switzerland was a different like experience. Jamaica is when I started my, well, not started, but when I really like what I was at the crux of like my um, letting go of societal pressures. But Jamaica was really, really, um, yeah, rejuvenating. And Egypt was so beautiful so yeah yeah what about you guys
2: well i i love traveling last thing uh last time i went well, i was supposed to be in uh, i was supposed to travel a lot this year but uh, that obviously got put on hold so the last thing i did was a solo europe trip last year in september so i was gone for about three weeks just backpacking through europe from west to east and i also went to Switzerland. So i didn't actually get to live there um, but I did go up to, uh, what is it, St. Moritz uh, with the St. Bernina. So that was was really, really beautiful, the Swiss Alps. It's, it's, I mean, it was something that you have to experience. I've seen pictures of Switzerland before I went, and it was just different when you're there in person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's was, uh, again, it was, it again, was, it was a way for me to learn more about myself and be more present of my requirements of what I am person who i am so that three four weeks that i was gone and i want to do it again but like 2020 has just been canceled for the 2020 is <laughs> what about you
1: Osman?
0: yo i haven't been too many places but uh i've traveled to miami with hassan and uh, another friend i've also traveled to orlando as well both florida um i've traveled to went to saudi of course um Detroit, New York, New Jersey. I went to, oh, I went to Nova Scotia. I went to Nova Scotia. How did I forget that? Nova Scotia was really cool. Old yeah, not anywhere HDI, in Canada. I, yeah. It was really cool. They have a trail there called the Cabot Trail. And it's like a beautiful scenery. You like drive up the mountains, and there's like, it's, it's, it's breathtaking. I can only
1: imagine. Nice.
2: Being in Canada, I, failed to discover Canada, which is their slogan.
1: Same.
2: <laughs> Honestly, I've been, like I've been to Quebec, Quebec City, Montreal, Ontario. The West End I haven't seen. Like I haven't seen BC, I haven't seen Alberta, I haven't seen Banff, I haven't seen any of those places. And apparently those are on par with like how beautiful say the Swiss Alps are. Yeah, and so, Canada, I, Canada.
1: Hear. so I hear. So I, used to I live think. in Montreal. I used to live in Montreal. So I've right, been to I went Montreal, Montreal, Ottawa. Yeah, but I don't like consider that exploring Canada to be honest, right? I mean,
2: at least like three hours away or whatever, yeah, like you know what I mean. But I do
1: want to go to BAMF, like that's definitely on my bucket list,
2: yeah, for sure. Same here, mm. but uh, I, Alberta just got um, Alberta just shut down everything until the end of summer now, so Alberta of doing like month to month, like what we're saying now, May 29th, everything's going to be locked down. Alberta, yeah. uh, just like until the end of summer. So when I had in July, August.
0: Uh, um, I heard Saskatchewan is uh, is starting to open up um, non-essentials starting April. Yeah, I, I heard that today or April 24th is when they said they started opening up. So that was like two days ago, right? I don't think that's a good a decision. Yeah, that was a couple days ago. I,
2: I don't know. I mean, I the, health know. Is not the best advice there.
1: <laughs> I was like super lax when the whole Corona pandemic started. I was like, yeah, whatever. But I feel like as days are going by, I'm, like, taking it more seriously now. Where I'm actually yeah. trying to, like, you know, mindfully take the precautions that I should have been taking, but better late than never, I guess. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's but interesting
1: gotta, that they're reopening. That's interesting.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure what, what the deal with the cases are in some statistically. but uh, I'm assuming if the other they are saying that, that it's opening opening it up then by all means so
1: right
2: but I don't know if they started doing that in Ontario considering the cases there are um I don't think that would be a good look. <laughs> but, yeah. um, Hopefully this thing blows
0: over we can like travel once again. You know what I
2: mean? I'm just
0: looking forward to seeing people in person
2: <laughs> without being six feet apart. <laughs> yeah I guess I guess I'll
1: Stop my hermit life for a bit. <laughs> Listen, I love my solitude. Not gonna lie. <laughs> to me, it's not even in isolation. I'm like genuinely like so grateful for the solitude. Um, yeah, but I guess I'll, I'll be yeah. Reunite yeah, no, I... with folks.
2: Sorry.
1: Oh, I'm just saying. I guess I'll I'll reunite with folks.
2: You know. <laughs> <laughs> I...
1: But it's a dancing piece and like working on music video sets like I really miss that being in front yeah. of different cameras, like meeting with my dancer friends, creating, I do miss those aspects of it, but I'm just taking it all as a break, mm-hmm. so.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: I get yeah,
0: definitely. What else is uh, on your palette? What, what goals did you have in 2020, uh, start of 2020
1: um, that
0: you wanted to accomplish this year?
1: I'm already accomplishing the goals. Like, I'm living the accomplishments right Bless. now. And uh-huh. it's all, yeah, it's all blessings. Honestly, just, like, on a personal level, professional level, spiritual level, I just, I, I, I don't think it's 2020. I don't think it's, like, a, an annual thing. I think for me it's, like, the place and space and the headspace I am at in my life with the growth that I'm experiencing, the woman that I'm, like, really becoming, becoming or, like, not even becoming, just like peeling off the layers that I already am and really like getting to meet myself again, right? Mm-hmm. So in terms of, yeah, just like personal, professional and spiritual goals, I'm honestly like, I'm really, really happy. Yeah.
2: glad. I'm glad. I'm really glad. Thank
1: you. I'm really what glad. about you guys?
2: You go ahead. That's <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, I was going to be- um, yeah, like well, how, you, how you mentioned, I don't really do the resolutions on a year-to-year basis. Um, like I have goals that I kind of set to do, and I kind of go at them one at a time. I mean, obviously, a lot of those goals, whether it be professionally or career-wise, if we're talking about that, those are put on a kind of standstill because of this pandemic. But uh, apart from that, you kind of just have to separate yourself focus on goals that you can that you can't overcome or you can't achieve so right now I'm taking my time to learn more read more make more music um try to connect with people that I might not have if the if we were still in the Russell of like life and out all the time so it gives me a time to connect with them video chat with that maybe I haven't had a chance to talk to a lot those type of uh, personal goals as well so that's kind of what I'm doing it one step at a time, or at least one goal at a time. No matter how minute it is, or how big it is. That's
1: blast.
2: Good. Uh, for me, I would say like,
0: uh, yeah, I do make annual goals. Um, however, I do have like five-year plans as well. But mm-hmm. those annual goals come like things that can be accomplished in one year. I don't set like deadlines for myself that like are unrealistic. Like become a whatever professional kickboxer <laughs> like in a year. It's not gonna happen. It's gonna take at least ten years, but um, but yeah, definitely it was like fitness goals. I had a goal of finishing my undergrad, which I've done in a couple of days ago. Um, also. Congratulations!
2: That's yeah. huge. That's huge. Thank you. you.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, just traveling, making more music. Honestly. Yeah, man. Yo, your music is actually
1: good. Both of you. Both Thanks. of you. You guys are actually good. I actually listened to Paradise after I got off set. I yeah. had it on repeat for a good month. And like hey. when I when I have things on repeat, like I'm I have a bit of an obsessive personality. Like <laughs> I will listen to the shit like out of the song. So I yeah basically have a choreography for the whole three and a half minutes. For
2: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. so those who don't know, actually, if you haven't seen the music uh, video for uh, Paradise, uh, it actually features. <laughs> and another uh, I... it was an awesome for yabi actually taught it was us a whole
1: vibe. Uh, yeah it was a
2: whole vibe so if you haven't yeah. checked it out go to the go to my youtube i'll uh, put the links down after so you <laughs> Yeah, um,
1: so, so I want to actually put a little anecdote. Like, yeah. every time, so my dance company is 4-1 Cosmic. And, like, there's a bunch of dancers that I work with. And we go, we do performances. We, like, performed at Young and So many different halls across the GTA. And we do music video shoots as well. And so I remember when one of my dancer friends and I were at the, at, on set. We all, I actually get all my dancers to hold hands and breathe together. And that's, like, the synergization of us in our choreography and Osman was baffled he's like yeah what the hell are you guys doing <laughs> <laughs> so we actually got him to try it too and it was amazing yeah, it was he amazing was I learned a lot
0: <laughs> I learned a lot yeah Definitely. yeah
1: that's, that's my life goal just like go around and get people to breathe with me <laughs> it's a form of connection I tell you and it's way yeah. more intimate than many other things okay
2: no I agree I agree
0: yeah it's so cool how we picked up for the video as well. It's like we were looking for dancers, and we just like me and Hassan just going back and forth, like just, like sending each other like potential people that could be in our video. And like we weren't really like successful with anything, or like we didn't like someone's dancing style. Then we came across you. I think I searched a certain hashtag, and then you had it on one of your videos. Then I started watching your other videos. I'm like, yo, she's dope. And I sent it to Hassan. Like, yo, she's amazing. She's the one. And as oh, so we just and
1: like,
0: yeah, and now we're here.
1: <laughs> I know here we are, <laughs> but it was good. Like actually, like ha- I liked hanging out with you guys on set. It was such positive vibe, and it was my first time actually working with Pakistani artists.
2: Oh really? Was,
1: really yeah. I had so much fun, and actually, as soon as I left on set, I was headed to a different shoot, right. and I was telling those people, like the videographer and the dancers, I'm like. Yo, I wanna work with more Pakistani artists. <laughs> so you set the bar so high. I'm like, okay. they're so cool. Like their mannerisms, energy, everything.
2: That's dope. That's dope. That's yeah.
1: Great. It's a good time.
2: Yeah, more to come, more to come.
1: For sure. Looking forward to it.
2: Yeah. So um I think uh, I think this is a good place to kind of end off. We'll have more conversations on this line. Um, But if there's anything else um, that you want to relay or that you want to tell people, by all means, I guess
1: I'll just like leave everyone with the one message I tell myself a hundred times a day is I am love and you are love. And I appreciate and I encourage and I invite you all to say that to yourself daily that, yo, I am love. It really helps with the patience.
2: Awesome. Um, yeah. awesome. thank you so thank much
1: you. for having me on the new brew podcast. Thank you so much, mom, for taking yeah,
2: time. For sure.
0: Thank you for everyone watching this. It's another episode of New Brew Podcast. Peace out. Bye. Bye.